are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for a happy Tuesday. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. Uh, very good news for everyone out there. Tomorrow, Kevin Woodman will be uh, making a return to the podcast of what we hope are many opportunities for Uncle Kev to step on here. We're, as, as the kids would say, the next podcast, we're going to be keeping it real. Is that what they say? That is what Man, they say. Man, the keeping, kids have all the, the great the kid, phrases. Don't the kids know what's <laughs> up? Yes, they really but, do. But we will. We will be keeping it real. Um... But uh, let's talk real quick, or let's talk about, uh, let's see. First of all, let's talk about Lincoln Riley to USC. That's, uh, I like the Arizona fan that says, oh, I don't want this to happen because that affects us. Well, dude, seriously, I mean, sure, it's not good for a possible Arizona win. But you know what? No season with USC is good for a possible Arizona win. This is more for the strength of the conference right here. And USC is going to be an animal, and they're going to be a monster really quick. And they'll be a, na- a monster on a national scale. Yes. And that's what you yes. want because— You need it. The Pac-12 has been mocked, <coughs> rightfully so, mm-hmm. to its uh, you know to its own uh, problematic circumstances as a, res- as a result of its uh, standing uh, on a national scale. They haven't been—they they haven't had a consistent player until, uh, since Pete Carroll, and it looks as though— Landing Lincoln Riley is going to change that. That's mm-hmm. a great hire for USC. Here's the deal. USC at some point always had the potential of getting it right. A return to good. glory was always in the cards. A return to glory. As USC fans and USC will tell you, dun 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 dun, dun yeah, uh, was always in the cards. The cards are here. Mm-hmm. And to USC's well, the credit, cards have always been there. You're it's right. the person that, that that's uh, a bad poker player. Yeah, the, it's the bad. You, you <laughs> finally brought in a good poker. Oh, player. Finally <laughs> brought in a good poker player, and he's never going to fold. No, he's it's not. pretty simple. No, Kenny, I'm Lincoln Riley. Kenny Rogers I have better is talent. not coming through that <laughs> he door. Certainly is not. It's everybody else who's going to have to gamble. So what are your thoughts on it? Well, I, I mean, I'm pleased from, you have to give USC credit for not botching it. And it seems as though this was in the works for weeks to months, which is impressive that they were able to keep that quiet. Uh, and and it's a, it makes a lot of sense from Lincoln Riley's standpoint. You have a program that is moving into the SEC, and the SEC, as we're all aware, is top-heavy. So if you want to get into the playoffs... That's the only, re- what? That's the only- Sorry, but I no, no, no. That's the only reason that he's making this move, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, because in in terms of which is a better job, Oklahoma or USC, they're both the same. They're both the same. Yeah. So you and know, Oklahoma and, doesn't seem to have the problem getting good coaches. That USC that's right. Has yeah, that's so, they, they've been a lot more stable. There, there, there was something I, I I saw that said some something to the effect that no coach has left Oklahoma on his own volition, uh, or or rather taken another job from Oklahoma since some, something like the 1940s or the 1950s. So it is a clearly a destination job. And USC ponied up nicely and got serious about what it wanted to be, and now the conference uh, is in a position as well where it has to answer. And if you're looking at where, where are the hurdles, if you're at USC, your hurdle is Oregon. If you're at Oklahoma, with the SEC, you've got Alabama, you have... Uh, possibly LSU, you have Georgia, uh, possibly Florida, Texas A&M, Texas is joining you along the way. There's a, there's, 
There, there's a lot more top-heavy competition in the SEC than there is in any other conference in the country. Uh, so if you want to go somewhere where the door opens and potentially opens fast, then USC makes a heck of a lot of sense, and they're going to be the prohibitive favorite to win the South for the foreseeable future. Now, one of the things, Mike, that I think is interesting in regards to this hire is how does the rest of the conference react? Is it a rising tide thing, or is it just simply that yeah, USC the, and Oregon are going to dominate the conference? I think that's pretty much what it is, because here's the thing. I mean, you, you look around the South— or Utah is always going to be good. Uh, by the way, who do you like in that game? Oregon, of course, is going to win that damn game. Yeah, I, I agree. I um, hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I hope you're wrong as well. Um, but uh, Utah is always going to be solid, but they're never going to be really consistently nationally relevant. Just don't have quite enough talent. Yeah, they're 15 to 25. Yeah, and always. they're awesome. Oh, oh, and it's yeah, awesome what they do. Great but to have. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh -huh. But that's it. By the way, John Schuster just did the slitting throat. Uh, um, actually, uh, no. What is this? Uh, I don't know why I did that, to yeah, be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I don't know. Threw me yeah. off. Threw me off. I didn't mean to. I didn't but anyway, mean, it doesn't matter. I, I didn't mean to scare you. I, yeah, I didn't you know, mean to, it did. I didn't mean to trigger yeah, you with you, some you, weird you hand sign. You absolutely could have. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I probably shouldn't have said knife. Um, <laughs> so, But one of the things that I think is interesting, Mike, is Chip Kelly at UCLA. Mm -hmm. So I think Chip, Chip Kelly has shown that he can win with, again. And it looks like they're moving in a direction where they're more— I'm bringing him back if more, I'm UCLA. I'm not getting rid of him. I would be shocked. Well, I can't be shocked about anything in college football, but I think that would be dumb if you got rid of Chip Kelly. I was also—yes, I, I was also surprised that Herm's coming back. Yeah, I know you were. And, you, and, and ASU, I can— so, ASU does nothing for me. Watching that game against Arizona, like, the, the, the difference in talent was— Notable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was notable, to put it mildly. And— I, I don't know. I just don't see them ever really. I don't see the sleeping giant ever emerging with Herm. But in the end, what were they this year? Were they eight and four? Eight and four. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, sure. I'd say it's 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 a it's not what I think at the beginning of the year, if I recall correctly, you thought they were going to win the South. I did. Okay, which puts them at what ten and two, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, somewhere in there. I think it, this is more that they made me look bad. That I understand that, yeah. and that's and that's frustrating. I'd be annoyed with Herm too. Yes, our buddy Herm. Herm, Mr. Edwards. Herm. Uh huh. Um. Uh. So, but I think, man, and and that 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 that's an interesting one. I wonder if somebody like well, who knows? By the time this is out there, everybody's got their hire in place mm -hmm. anyway. But if I was a Pac-12 school, kind of on the fence about which direction I'd go, I'd reach out to Orgeron. Okay. And I, I think he's, you know, so, so, someone on the market who's been out here before, who can recruit wherever he is. Right. I'd. Uh, what if you were? I, yeah, you, you know, would be, you know, would be an amazingly funny fit if Stanford fired Sean. <laughs> oh wow, boy, that would be a different one, wouldn't it? That would That's be like different. That's like what I was, what I, I was telling people on Twitter the other day that. Uh, uh, Here's what Stanford should do, because you're looking at it and you're thinking to yourself, all right, Shaw, well, you know, I'll, well, I'll let Kev talk about it, but there's certainly people that still like Shaw, but I think I think the tide has kind of shifted in opinion on Shaw. Um, Jared has, Stanford basketball sucked. I was a little surprised that didn't work out, but it hasn't worked out. You bring in Ed Orgeron in football mm -hmm. and Rick Pitino in basketball. <laughs> Not KO in either position. Not K. Well, that's a good point. Maybe athletic director. I was thinking Kevin O'Neill is an athletic director. I think would be good. And an out subpoenas. <laughs> you imagine? And an out subpoenas but, uh, in between doing an administrative work. I can see the work. thing. It makes sense. <laughs> He's already he already hangs out in Palo Alto or has for a number of years, as far as uh, the, the Pac-12 network is concerned. Plus, getting to hear him talk would be fantastic. 
Um, do you? It's and and this is a dangerous thing because thing is things are so fluid and move so quickly. If you were another program, would you make a run at Whittingham? Oh, I, oh duh. Yeah, of course. Um, if I were any program, I'd make a run at Whittingham. He really does feel like a Bill Snyder, though. That he's always going to be there. I think he likes that fit. I think that he. But yes, oh, absolutely. I don't. You at least make that phone call. That's somebody on your radar. Uh-huh. If I'm LSU, that would be more, probably one of my first calls. By the way, I think that all these hires are going to actually work out pretty well. <coughs> um, now, let's take a quick break. Real quick. Hold on. Let me see what reads we got mm-hmm. here. Okay. Tuesday is... Uh, uh, we got NetSuite. Or NetSuite. Prize picks. Um, prize picks. You already know the drill. We talked about this yesterday. Really good for game. I hope you were listening yesterday. Yes, you should have been listening because these shows build on each other. <laughs> they really do. I was but a lot more pissed off yesterday. You were a lot more pissed off. I'm yesterday. more calm today. You're, you were a little. You're I had a built bar yesterday. I had a few too many built bars yesterday, and I got a little Fast bit more aggressive. Fifteen minutes, and mm-hmm. John Schuster is calmer. A little bit more okay. relaxed. Yeah. But uh, as you all know, though, prize picks. Check it out. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. All right, here's a Mike Luke tidbit slash nugget slash bit of insight that perhaps the average person... I would call this segment Mining with Mike Luke. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think a that is point. A, a good point. Well, no, <laughs> a good name. I think it's a good point. Well, I guess technically I could pass as a good point, too. Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. If you want to call it that, I mean... Break out the pick. Here comes Mike Luke. All right. Mining Lincoln Riley, Mike. moving on to USC. Mm-hmm. We're not breaking any. We break a lot of stuff here on the Locked On Wildcats podcast. This wasn't one. We got to give it to our friends over at uh, some national net, some national network. <laughs> it's beautifully like done. Like the Locked On Wildcats podcast <laughs> is breaking Lincoln Riley to USC. I know that. I know your expectations are high over here, but we can't be all things to all people. Um, Bob Stoops going to be the interim coach at uh, Oklahoma for their bowl game. I would assume. That you or that uh, Oklahoma makes an all-out push for Bob Stoops to come back. He does have a really sweet beard. He does have a great beard. Wouldn't that be the funniest thing ever if you lose a top five coach in college football and in a weird and you actually end up upgrading at the <laughs> position? Wow. I mean, I can see that happening. I 100% and you know that the you know it's like, okay you've taken your two years off you've taken your little hiatus he's off he's not that old he's only sixty yeah. he looks fantastic he does look good yeah uh-huh. yeah he, he could certainly be uh, he could certainly be successful and I imagine that uh, Oklahoma is trying to throw a heck, heck of a lot of coin in that direction to make that work do you work. see him ultimately backing the O uh well he's all he he's backed the O for a lot of years. That's when you bring in Ed Orgeron. <laughs> That's right. The O back in the right, O. Right. Uh, I don't think Bob. Sto- uh, I don't think Bob Stoops is going to take that job. Now, in fairness, you're listening on Tuesday. We're broadcasting on Sunday. Usually, we joke about that. Uh, <laughs> but I this actually, time, it's actually serious. relevant. It's it's relevant because a lot happens in college football, right. and a lot has happened over the course of this weekend and this time of year. So there there can be a lot of fluctuation taking place. So what I'm saying now could be old by then. And you could laugh at me as a result when Bob Stoops is announced as the new returning head coach here's, at the University of Oklahoma. Let's say you don't go let's say you don't go Bob Stoops. Mm-hmm. Let's say you go Mark Stoops. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah, for sure. I think they're, one they're, of those I'm going there and I'm saying one of you fuck, are, no, one yeah. of you people is leaving here 
as my head coach. There I'll are, let you figure it out. There but. are three names on that list that I think make the most sense. And there, there, there are obviously other names that they're going to toss about. But I'm not necessarily a believer in the alumni or the former connection thing. But sometimes it works if you've shown that you have a track record somewhere else. And well, Oklahoma equal, has, guys, has guys who, are, who, are, who have track record. Venables. Mm-hmm. Mark Stoops. Bob Stoops. Mike Not necessarily Stoops. in that order. Wait a second. Do you, Bob, didn't, mention, you didn't mention Mike Stoops. <laughs> incredibly, I didn't mention Mike Stoops. But it would not surprise me if there was a Stoops return to Oklahoma if maybe Mike was part of that equation as well. Oh, I would have. He's moving um, back in. Yeah. So so anyway, I, I would imagine that those are Oklahoma's top three. There are other guys like Cristobal whose name is being thrown about. And after Riley leaves Oklahoma for USC, shh. If I was Cristobal, I'd stay at Oregon. I'm not leaving Oregon. But, but who knows? I could certainly, yeah, now I don't gonna, know what these guys are thinking. Nobody's going to look at you and say, what an idiot he went to Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma oh, right. by the way, the other well, the job that you see him being bandied about the most, though, is for the Miami job, another job. Hmm. I wonder if there has ever oh, been boy, this many be, blue bloods man, open. He could be good at Miami. I wonder if there Wait, does Miami have a new coach? No. Uh, they, yeah. They get rid of Diaz? Yeah. Diaz sucked. They got rid of Diaz? Yeah. Man, you can tell how... Wow, interesting. That's uh, in in Miami circles. You may not be aware of this. Uh, The Diaz family is Miami royalty. So making that decision uh, was not an easy one for the university just based on his connections in that city. So uh, my... I would would venture a guess that there's never been anything like this in college football where you've got arguably five top ten jobs open. USC... LSU, Miami, Oklahoma. Maybe there's just four. All right, there's just four, but Washington's also a really good job. Mm-hmm. They're not top ten, but whatever. Yeah. There's four, and those, I don't even think it's debatable. Those are four of the top ten jobs yeah, in college. My, Miami, you could debate. But, sure, at, at but worst, it's right there. At worst, you know, you're talking about a top 20 team that has had top five Yeah, right seasons, there. It's right there. And you can win. Right. You can obviously win at Miami. Lane uh, Kiffin would win at Miami. Uh, by, by the way... It's also I think it's also fair to probably say that maybe both of us were a little wrong on Lane Kiffin. No, I'm not what? saying that just yet. Right. I know oh, that he's I know that he he's is doing in, really, he's doing really he's doing well. he's done really well at his last two stops. Right. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Well, and you can uh, see and, you... and, 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 and the improvement is unquestionably there. <laughs> and that and and you know what as 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 much of a laughing stock as he was, now that he's winning that's good to see too. Pe- pe- maybe he learned some things and ultimately improved his craft. Figured out what it was, got better, and and that's good for the school that has him. Of course, he's so nomadic. I don't know what school is going to have him at the beginning of this podcast, let alone the end of this podcast. Because you all, he's he's another guy that's always looking for the prettier mm-hmm. girl, right? And I don't know that he's going to be able to get a position in college where he's not going to be looking at the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Lane Kiffin could do very well at a place like Miami. Lane Kiffin feels like a Miami. Your Crystal Ball call is, I think, good there too, for sure. Uh, I agree. I think I think pretty much everything that I put on the, the, the you on agree podcast, with podcast. What, what I'm in, what I'm most appra- impressed with is your consistency, Mike. Almost everything you say, you agree with. That's an incredible I, I skill set. Generally, don't put a lot out there that mm-hmm. I vehemently disagree with internally. Yeah. You know what? It's I impressive. Think that, I think that's why the Locked On Wildcats podcast has made it to the point that it has. Besides, you know, John Schuster, Mike Luke, the. Uh, you come to us, and you're going to get the unvarnished opinion slash what we perceive the truth. 
So there we go. All right. So real quick, uh, we agree that within, all right, it's 2021, late 2021 right now. We agree by 2023, USC is competing for national titles. I think there's a very real possibility that follow-up is it better for the conference. Of course. Of course it is. Why? The conference doesn't matter generally when USC isn't good. It just doesn't. Does it? Even with Oregon. Do, do other teams get you know, better? Oregon, Oregon doesn't register like that. Do like, other teams get better? Or is it just two teams dominating on the north of the south? That's a good question, but I don't think that it should be... I don't, I don't think that you should... I think each school should be able to improve without any real uh, regard for USC. That to me is like saying, you know, we shouldn't bring in... Uh, I can't think of a great example. I mean, that shouldn't that to quote our, uh, the Kevin and Mike show? Shouldn't that be irregardless of USC being good? Like, is Arizona really gonna? Is Arizona really missing out on recruits to USC now? No. Is ASU? <coughs> is more so probably. Right, but it's probably still negligible. Mm-hmm. Um, Colorado. No. Utah. Maybe here and there. So basically, but you not have four lot. teams in the South. And US, you know, you know the recruiting thing much yeah, better. Yeah, but than I well, do. I mean, but this is still common knowledge. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Air, UCLA, you, UCLA for sure, for sure. There's a reason I didn't mention them. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just don't think that I, I just don't think that it impacts the uh, the recruiting of uh, the majority of the schools in the conference. <laughs> like, where did the school like Oregon will be directly? Do they have? But so, but do you? But. Does that mean they have to be more creative to be successful? And how are you creative? Well, just because you've got, you got a guaranteed loss on the schedule? No, not been, uh, or you don't always have a guaranteed loss on the schedule. Mike Riley uh, didn't think that. Mike Riley didn't, didn't think. Didn't that, respect. Right. Yeah, he didn't respect USC that, yeah. a whole hell of a lot. Right. Uh, so you know, I'm not. I, I don't think any of those USC teams went undefeated, did they? I don't I mean, even know I, if they, they went undefeated in conference. You know, there, there, there were a lot of one-loss. I, I could up. be. There uh, seems to be that there, there, there were a fair amount of one-loss USC teams there. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe I, two loss along the, uh, along the way here and there. Probably a loss in conference play now and again. Anyway, uh, you know, I, I guess it's an opportunity. You've got to, heck, if you're a school like Arizona, you had to be creative as far as recruiting was concerned anyway. So. Yeah, they, they were undefeated. <clears throat> um they were undefeated in 2004. They ran the table two straight years in conference. Okay. Pete Carroll's resume at USC is amazing. decent. Yeah, I love it. Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl. The guy went to eight Rose Bowls in 10 years. Wow. And the other hundred times he didn't go is when he was in a national championship <laughs> game. Uh, I guess they I guess they hope Lincoln Lincoln Riley will help USC return to glory. Correct, yes. Just like this podcast. All right. Which yeah. returns to glory when? Uh, in 24 hours, but, uh, well, 48 for us. But, uh, Kevin Woodman will be joining us. Thanks for leaving it, keeping it on the Locked On Wildcats podcast.